0: And we are back in your lives on this April 8th, 2021. You have three of us right now Pat, Sean, and Nick, and Kyle Mike join us in a little bit. But this is a big show for us, guys. You know, I like to do my holiday every single show, but this holiday is very important. Okay. This episode marks one year since the Cellar Dwellers began and not quite a year it's april 8th our first episode got launched april 10th of last year but pretty much a year so give, give yourselves a little round of applause fellas this has been a good year man we've had a lot of good stuff happen this year we had the great squirrel debate i mean obviously the nba bubble we had eddie alvarez in the show and we'll talk about eddie eddie alvarez's fought last night very very controversial call in that fight we'll talk about that in just a second but does it feel like a year to you guys i was talking with pat in the gym today like no, it doesn't feel like no. we've been doing this for a year, does it? It Dude, feels, like, feels we... like
1: maybe a month.
0: I know. That's what I thought, too. Like, like we just skipped. It feels like we were just in the basement doing these like the three of us. And then Kyle was via Zoom. Like, remember the first couple episodes? We us three were in the basement together sharing the microphone. And now yeah, we're all at home. on our.
1: I semester. think it, there's going to be a point in time where I don't remember a single thing from this past year.
0: It's like a yeah, it's like a big blur. Like I'm, I think I'll
1: black out from Nashville till like when I can we can go to bars again freely.
2: Yeah, other than Nashville, like I haven't I don't think I've done anything memorable.
1: I've yeah. golfed and it just all bleeds together. Like
2: Yeah, that's true. I golf way more
0: than I ever have, but that's about it. Yeah. I started to golf and I never golfed before. So that'll tell you something. And I'm ready for things to be back open. I'm all vaxxed up now, baby. Jay and Jay, right in my left arm, I'm ready to rock and roll, man. So I'm ready for things to open back up. I see people, like, some people are down in Nashville and Florida a lot, and, like, all those places are wide open. It looks so much fun. All I need is a shot.
2: Yeah, You guys (laughs) don't have it yet, right?
0: One shot, one opportunity. (laughs) But, yeah, man, it's been a year, and that's the holiday we are going to be celebrating this episode, man. We have... A lot, a lot to be proud of this past year, fellas. A lot to be proud of. But, yeah, let's talk about the Eddie Alvarez fight. Okay, so he's in one championship now. Obviously, he hasn't been in the UFC for a while. Hasn't fought in a long, long time. Comes out, is dominating his opponent. Live on TNT, by the way. Live on TNT. Awesome. And in the first round, he's kind of, he's on top of his opponent, and he's punching him in the head. And the ref says, watch the back of the head. Watch the back of the head. And you can kind of see Eddie, like, he, moved, he he like does the right thing and then but then he keeps punching and the ref said it was like back of the head the fight guy he got DQ'd and i was i saw it and i didn't think it should have been a disqualification i didn't i thought it was perfectly legal
1: yeah, me too so,
0: yeah considering and i'm not just saying this cuz he's a friend of the pod i thought and he's a Philly guy too right i thought those shots were perfectly legal and i mean and your first big event on TNT for a promotion like that one championship and your two biggest stars Eddie Alvarez gets disqualified and then Mighty Mouse Johnson gets absolutely destroyed with a knockout knee right to right to the dome that's a different rule in one championship you can knee like an opponent like in that position and Mighty Mouse got dropped with a i think it was a hook and then when he was on the ground just got a knee straight to the head and the lights went out so somebody's going to die you watched the fight to... after the Eddie fight, the mighty mouse fight.
1: No, I was okay. aggravated and I turned it off. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was, you just look up like, the I mean, like, what is
2: he, what is he supposed to do in that, in that situation? The guy's got his head tucked like that. And he's hitting like, hitting I didn't like the side of his, like the back side yeah. of his chin.
0: And I thought the, as long as he hit the ear, it was good. And I thought he was getting near. I thought he was getting the ear a little bit.
1: Something from something from his arm or hand was getting the ear every every shot,
0: every hit. Yeah, so I thought that was a BS. Like the
1: thing that's just wild to me. And then you see like that. I would have been more aggravated if I watched after and saw that knockout because that should be a DQ. Like if 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 he got DQ'd for that kneeing somebody when they're on their oh, knee,
0: dude. Go go look up the highlight right now. Just search like Mighty Mouse on Twitter, and you'll see the knockout. And that's exactly the point I was going to make. If Eddie's stuff was if Eddie's punches were a DQ, then this Mighty Mouse thing should have been a DQ. But right it is what it is, man. because in the UFC, you can't you can't like Mighty Mouse, what happened to Mighty Mouse would have never. Yeah, there's
1: happened. that DQ in that fight we watched.
0: Right? Yeah, I mean like there's a
2: reason. Yes, yeah, Peter Yeah, Not Yan. Uh, but, uh, uh, but the other D right. Yeah, no, Peter Yan. Oh, yeah. Not Yan
0: blow no. Peter Yan. And he got DQ'd versus Aljamain Sterling.
1: That yeah.
0: was a title fight. But yeah, that stuff doesn't happen in the UFC because they say Blashley. it's illegal. So, Blachowicz, Blachowicz. Shouldn't be, like
1: I, would, I don't know. I mean, back of the head is tough. But me, I just bitch. don't think he got him in the back of the head enough to DQ him.
0: No, neither did I. Yeah, and I, I showed you guys. Uh, I sent a few earlier this, this morning. Like, the whole MMA community is behind Eddie Alvarez, you know. And he was yeah, going to win that
2: fight either way, too. Like.
0: Oh, he was winning. Yeah, he's he yeah, a fucking
1: legend of MMA.
0: He's arguably one of the—I mean, not even arguably—he is one of the best lightweights of all time. He's a champion in Bellator, champion in the UFC, and like he was trying to make a title run in a third promotion, and he just got you know uh stopped by this DQ. I thought it was BS, yeah, but you don't
1: call that on a legend, man. That's fucking bullshit. No,
0: and you don't call—I mean, you just don't call it because it was the wrong call. But yeah. again, like you, those are your two biggest stars, and after Eddie fought, the other one ended up getting knocked out. But then before that, like, that's probably the biggest star you have in the promotion. And you DQ him over that ter- on a terrible call. Like the promotion has to be going nuts. Cause like they want, they want Eddie in the spotlight. That's, that's what they want. And when you finally get like you, United States American eyeballs on your promotion, instead of the UFC, cause they're live on TNT and you DQ, the only guy they know, not that you know, the promotion did. It, it was the referee. But it, it just wasn't probably a good look for the promotion. But, yeah, it is what it is. There's a couple. Let's let's just stick with the fights. We'll start off with the fights because we're already talking about them. McGregor versus Poirier 3 is booked. They're going to do that in July. I mean, we watched that together, me and Nick. Do we see that going any differently? Do we think McGregor – it's tied 1-1. Do we think McGregor wins round three or do you think it's Poirier? Um, it's I
1: don't tough. know. I mean, McGregor I said- came out strong in the first round, so if he can – if he can, I think if he can get him in the first round again, he has a shot. But if Poirier knocks him, like just takes out his legs again, I, I don't see it ending any differently. Like that calf kick, there's nothing you can do really. No,
0: it's nothing. I know I'm nervous because you guys know I'm a Connor Stan. I'm a Connor Stan, but Dustin Poirier is one tough dude. And this is like, he's that perfect fit for 155 pounds. It's like his perfect size. See, I, I don't
2: know. Is I that really like, is there really no way to defend that calf kick? So I feel like, you know, why would everyone do that? You know, everyone really is no doing to... like,
0: it, it just started like this past year, like all of a sudden, like people just started using it. And like, there's been a, h- a good handful of people that have lost fights to it. Like been, uh, they've gotten the same thing like Connor, like, um, they get their legs chopped and then they get knocked out. Or yeah, like they they're, they're just, just figuring it. that out now. I, I don't believe that. I mean, it's true. It's true. They only started using it like the calf kick <laughs> this year i'm sure people have been working on the technique but this is the first year it's really been like implemented in uh actual i think the
2: people in the ufc are pretty stupid though
0: <laughs> they're just
2: figuring this out now perhaps
0: man i don't know this you is how, it, you, right? this how you
2: beat anybody is by kicking have, them in the leg
0: pat's gonna get fighting words man he's gonna fight one of these guys in the ufc with <laughs> yeah the just gotta off, kick
2: right? him in the shin for a little bit
0: <laughs> that yeah the shin right um and then uh, let's don't say, kick him in the shin you'll break oh, yeah foot. that's well, yeah, you can check the kick, right? Like why? I mean, yeah. no one's checking kicks. They are checking kicks, but it's harder to check the calf because all the swelling, there's nowhere for like the swelling to go. Cuz even when you check a kick, like you still feel a little bit. But when yeah. you get kicked in the calf, there's nowhere for the swelling to go, so your leg just kind of blows up. And then mm-hmm. it, it's hard to put pressure, like when then, when you need to put weight on it, it's tough to do that.
2: Yeah, they need to start doing some calf raises or something. Build up those calves. They need to hit LA Fitness with us and do the calf. Seriously, they need to build up the legs. I think they They need to
1: get really fat because fat guys have sick calves, and then lose all the weight.
0: That's true. I don't see many of the heavyweights getting calf kicked. They just that's true. Yeah, that's that's because I think
2: didn't Izzy like try to like kick Jan a little bit like calf kick. It didn't do shit to him.
0: Yeah, Polish. Let's put legendary Polish power. We're talking about that might be an exception. That might be an exception. I think that McGregor's got little chicken legs. I, yeah, but I want to see – I would like to see the buildup to the fight before I make my prediction because McGregor tweeted, like, no more Mr. Nice Guy. So I hope he comes back out and he's firing all cylinders and the fans will be back now. They're they're doing a couple live events. They're doing one in Jacksonville with Masvidal next weekend, I think. That would be I, cool. I think that's next weekend. It's three title Fighting fights. Newsman again, right? Yeah, fighting Newsman and then there's two title fight. Uh, How's that and- happened?
2: I mean, he didn't fight anyone else, right?
0: No, yeah, that's a, it's a lot. That's a lot of people are giving him crap for because Usman. I keep sending Parker this like how Usman is copying everything McGregor says. It's it's kind of weird. Like every famous line that McGregor said, like in the past, Usman is now using it and just changing it slightly. And people like put together the clips side by side. Uh, but like one of them was show me activity. Like I need to see activity. And Masvidal hasn't fought since he last fought Usman and he got absolutely destroyed by him. So it's kind of a lot of people are upset with it. I think Colby Covington should have gotten the fight, but it is what it is. One last thing on the UFC, uh, Francis Ngannou. Holy crap! I don't think we've talked about this. He became heavyweight champion uh, probably a couple weeks ago now, and he knocked the lights out of Steve Miocic, the greatest heavyweight of all time. Yeah, And that now was one a, of the coolest knockouts I've ever seen. And potentially setting up a super fight with John Jones, which would be sick. But holy cow, is Francis Ngannou the scariest person ever, man? He might be the scariest person that has ever lived on this planet.
2: He's, uh, I mean, like now that he cause he's actually developed his his uh his skills, like where he's not just going and trying to fucking swing for the fences every time. He's he might be unbeatable, dude. He's. Like, only I don't been, think John he's Jones has been him doing. Now. He's especially only been, with how old he is
0: now. Like how old's John
2: Jones? Like thirty eight or
0: something. Well, John Jones, listen. John Jones is the greatest of all time. Well, in my opinion, I know, I just like how do how do you
2: beat how do you beat that guy? Ngannou. If you get in close with him, he's going to rock you.
0: And the thing is, like he's I would pick Jones just because Jones has never lost and he's he's one of the best of all. Time. Jones is only 33 and Ngannou is 34. Oh, okay. Jones has just been around for like 10 years. That's probably why you think he's a lot older than he is. Adesanya is 31 holy cow but um what was I saying with that oh yeah Jones is like the greatest of all time and he got like he wrestled Daniel Cormier down to the ground an Olympic wrestler so he could probably get Ngannou down to the ground fairly easily but Ngannou's knocking guys out that are like much bigger than John Jones John Jones fought a 205 and these heavyweights are coming in like 240 250 260 sometimes and uh, Ngannou knocks their lights out cold.
1: Wasn't Ngannou so, like two sixty?
0: He's like 260. Yeah, he, I think he like weighed in like he weighed in like two sixty three. His last fight, the limits so. like two sixty five. <laughs> so he's probably like two
2: seventy or two two seventy five when he's, he's in the king ring. King of
0: the
1: units, dude. Oh my He's my, my king. Francis Ngannou is my king.
0: But I, that's how the fight. Like, if John survives the first round, he's good. But if Francis catches him in that first round, I think Jones's lights would go out, man. Because if he's, if Francis can do that to, like, massive men, and then you're getting Jones who's coming up in weight class, like, that's a big weight difference. That's a big, big, big weight difference. But I would still pick Jones. I, I, I would still pick Jones as of today. So, Has he fought at heavyweight at all? Jones? Yeah. No, never. He's a light heavyweight. Happy. Yeah, he's the light, light heavyweight What is What has champion. he been waiting for? He kind of dude, he was just dominating everyone at light heavyweight. He was making tons of money. There's no need for him to go up to heavyweight. But yeah. now like doing he's drugs. Been, he's yeah, he's been dominating light heavyweight for so long that he doesn't really have like anything to interest him anymore. He's pretty much beaten everybody down there and now he wants to challenge himself again, so he says, and he wants to go fight Francis Ngannou. I mean, if I were him, I wouldn't want to fight it, but I'm not John Jones. I think but, it's
2: it's it's a bad fight for him. Ganu like, right now in his prime only and getting better with every single fight I, yeah, well, I don't think anyone wants to fight him
0: the ufc is using the derrick lewis fight as leverage against john jones because john jones wants like over 10 million dollars to go fight francis Ngannou. and ganu and derrick lewis also has like a you could he has a title claim he does and they had a very boring fight before francis yeah Derek that was lewis. weird yeah, they it was labeled like the most boring fight in UFC history because they're both they both have the most knockouts in like ever. And they're both scared, to, they were both scared to throw punches. So they kind of want to run that one back. And now it's good timing. And the UFC is using it as leverage against Jones saying, like, oh, we're not gonna pay you over ten million dollars when we have a title fight. And if Francis wins the title fight, like he's gonna become an even bigger star. My bet is they'll do Francis versus Derek Lewis next, and then the Jones will face the winner of that fight.
2: Yeah, and like how much more money pay per view are they going to make with a Jones fight versus?
0: Oh, they, they make both. a ton. If there was Jones versus Don, it would be one. Of the, it might be the biggest one. Uh, aside from like Khabib and Connor, it might be the biggest fight of all time. Because if they did that, they probably put a stacked card underneath it. They put like, re- they put probably two more title fights and make it like a three championship card. Do you and think then-
2: Goner fights again this year? Yeah, I do. Yeah, he'll fight again. All right, right, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's put um, Poirier. Oh, I know, because that's going to be
0: for a title, right? Yeah. They, well, what do you mean, Poirier McGregor? No, no. Michael Chandler and Charles Oliveira are fighting for the lightweight title in that May. That division makes no sense. In May, yeah. And then we'll. I think they offered it to Dustin, but Dustin's like, I'll take the Connor fight. Yeah. And yeah then that's now. Sense. So then, Michael Chandler is going to fight Charles Oliveira in Houston in front of a live crowd. I think in May, like May fifteenth, maybe. And then that's and then Tony and then Nate Diaz is fighting on that card, fighting Leon Edwards, and then there's a Tony Ferguson is fighting on that card. UFC's got a great couple oh months. Oh
2: my god, fighting. Tony Ferguson's gonna snap his leg in half in the in the ring and then still try to fight.
0: Yeah, he's a madman. But nah, yeah, the UFC's got a lot of good fights lined up. But uh yeah, that's us a fight. I would be the biggest fight ever, Jones versus Nganu, and that's what I want to see. So anyway, anything else on the UFC guys or MMA you want to talk about? No? Okay. Hey, just one last time, shout out to our boy, Eddie Alvarez, man. We thought you won that fight. And we're not just saying that because you're a friend of the pod, man. That was some BS.
1: No, but even if you – Eddie Alvarez could pull out a gun in the ring and I'd still say he won the fight.
0: That's right. That's our boy. That's yeah. our boy.
1: Ride or die.
0: All right. And now let's go to the NFL. Let's start off with this, guys. NFL starting – before we talk the draft and the – well, we might not even talk the draft. Uh, did we talk about the Eagles trading back? I don't think we have. No, we haven't. Okay, so we'll, we'll talk about that just a little bit. Let's go to the 17 games though. The NFL adds an extra game in the regular season. Nick, you're shaking your head. No, you're against it.
1: Uh the only reason I'm against it is just because like the records, like that. Yeah. Once I get okay. used to that, I don't really care. At uh, the play, and the players are against it, and I always just tend to side with the players on everything, so I'm against it too. But uh. You know, I it really I mean it's an extra week of red zone for me, so
0: I'm yeah. happy about that. Like you yeah, know. good point. I'm also against it. And but it might not be for the same reasons you're against. It. Like I I mean, obviously it's just a money thing for the NFL. They get rid of the preseason game that no one watches. They had a regular season game. That'll mean probably should will mean something. And I don't like there's no like eight and eight. Cowboys, no more eight and eight for those cowboys. They're at least yeah. they're gonna be they're gonna you be can't uh, go five
1: hundred. Huh? You can't go five hundred. I guess. Yeah. yeah.
0: Can't. No, you can't go five hundred unless well, you. If, what if you tie? Okay, then you can go eight, eight, and one. Yeah. I'm not sure. If, I, I, I guess maybe. that would be five hundred.
1: I don't think that it might not add up. To
0: no, 100. you'd be like five, five fifty. Yeah. <laughs> well, regardless, regardless, yeah, I was against it. I just didn't see the need for it, and like the guys are gonna want to sit out, and like it's just gonna be like a, it's gonna be like the NBA where players just rest a week. Yeah, I'm not sure. I like that. Yeah, I, I mean, mean more opportunity to get injured. They beat themselves up through a week of practice and stuff like that. I, I just didn't. The deal see should have
1: been for, for them, like no more Thursday night game.
2: Then <laughs> I'm against it because because the Eagles always get injured, so like it just yeah. creates more injuries for them. I, but, I saw like a, a but being, you know, one like, reason I would be for it is because it does make like the last couple weeks a little bit more interesting. What, what you know what I mean? Because like with an extra game, like you might have like, say like you have the NFC East and you know how we had like the last three or four weeks where everyone was in it. Oh yeah. 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 Now you have like even more,
0: you know, time available where you can be in it. You can be in it. Yeah. That does make it interesting. I guess I, I, I see, I see. And I mean, I guess like most, some guys, Guys aren't going to play every week. Like they're going to figure out a way to sit out. And I'm, but I'm still going to watch. Like next, it's yeah. next week wet Red Zone. Like I'll watch any sort of football that's on TV. It is what it is. I know the players there against it, but I I, I tend to agree. The NFC East is going to love that. Dude, the yeah. NFC East is looking terrible. Yeah, even <laughs> even worse yeah. than last season. We were and eight
1: and nine last year.
0: Dude, I I've been watching
2: ESPN. They're like Jerry Jones eyeing up Kyle Pitts. Like I saw that. They just don't want it. They don't want to get a defense like a cornerback or, or like uh, a linebacker or anything. Yeah, they they, they, they hate gonna defense. They're
1: gonna be losing games like 82 to 80. Sure.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who, <who's, And> Jerry's <laughs> like, there's my boys.
0: <laughs> who's the guy we just signed? Eric, on a show. <laughs> Eric Wilson, linebacker from Minnesota. Eagles Eagles just signed him three sacks, three interceptions, 122 tackles last year. Is this like our second guy we've gotten from Minnesota? We we just signed their safety too, right? Yeah. Are we just, like, yeah, taking yeah. over Minnesota's defense? I mean, I'll take it. Like, there's the two positions we need. Like, we need some corners and safeties, and we need linebackers, obviously. As long so. as it's
2: not that guy Sendejo. that guy
0: fucking blows. Yeah, it's not him. Remember him? him? I, I do remember him. Not him, it is. What's his face? Eric Wilson. Speaking of the Eagles, guys, in the NFC East, the Eagles traded back to number 12. And uh, I, God knows why. I, I have no clue why they did it. But they did. And well, who's at six now? Is it uh, it's not Miami? Dolphins? Dolphins? Yeah. Is it Miami? Okay. Okay. So Miami, it is Miami. Miami's at six.
1: Oh, wait. Parker, Parker, do you, do you ever watch Slapshot 2?
2: Uh, I don't think I watched 2.
1: The one where they're like the ice capades, and then like they just decide to like pick the, uh, the fucking brothers from the original movie, the Hanson brothers, buy the team. And uh, they just like beat the shit out of the dudes who were like hired to like beat them in the ice capades game. I
2: don't think so. And
1: the owner of like the of, like, the, the guy who like owns like the show is like Gary Busey. And he reminds me exactly of like how you were just talking about Jerry, Jerry Jones. Like, look at this. They're putting on a show, like ripping a cigar, <laughs> ripping a cigar in like the Pepsi Center. And, like, <sighs> like with like a fucking
2: glass. Yeah, of Jerry whiskey. Jerry loves it. He doesn't care. Like you remember when we He's like, we, it's Monday night. Let's put up some points. <laughs>
0: remember we did the the live episode for the NFL draft? It was like our third ever episode. And we saw Jerry Jones, like it's that big yacht or wherever he had like the, the nicest room out of all the owners because they did a virtual uh, draft. And Pat, remember you said like he looked so cynical. Like he was just up to no good drafting C D Lamb. He had yeah, that yeah. little smug look on his face, like smirking. Terry hey, Jones is always up to no good. But yeah, the Eagles trade back to twelve. I'm gonna pull up a mock draft. I'm gonna send it to you guys right now. Um I, I don't quite see why we did it, but it's for the pick for, for the pick, pick next
2: year. So it's to ensure that we don't get one of those good receivers. So that,
0: so that Jalen Hurts
2: sucks. And so that we get more good picks next year, yeah, but see, and then we can get our quarterback that that Howie's gonna uh, masturbate to next year. Yeah, right. Fucking Howie with these quarterbacks, man.
0: They have Jamar Chase going five to the Bengals, reuniting the LSU quarterback Joe Burrow with LSU receiver Jamar Chase, and then at six they had Pitts, and I don't know why the Eagles didn't want Pitts. I mean. Whatever. I mean, this is the mock draft, but right now the Eagles are projected uh, to take Devontae Smith, Heisman winner, at twelve. So we still get a receiver, and actually, I really like Devonte Smith. So I'm I'm fine with trading back if we get Devonte Smith. But like, Jamar Chase did look really sick. He did look sick.
1: He but, looks sick, but I mean, dude, three. We could potentially have three first round picks next year. That's that's so valuable, dude. Like that's going to be. It, I mean, there's no guarantee the Dolphins are sick. So, I mean, okay. what if they, they're like a 13th or 14th, 15th pick? They don't make the playoffs or something.
0: Yeah, you the know. only reason I'm hesitant, though, is because, like, the past couple of years, like, we passed on the receivers, like, Metcalf. We passed on Jefferson, and I'm like, God, I hope he didn't just pass on Chase again, and we just get screwed for three years in a row. But, I, like, we get Smith. I won't I won't be upset. I think he's good. I think he'll work out. I really, really like Smith. And then those three first. We'll either have three first or I think, and this could be wrong, how we could use those three first round picks and turn it into like a Russell Wilson or an Aaron Rodgers or something like that. Because, you know, Aaron Rodgers' relationship with Green Bay, they drafted, what's his face like, Jordan Love last year. That relation, he he was just on a Pat McAfee show saying like, I can't control my future. I I don't know what's going on with my future. Yeah. So who knows what happens with him and in green Bay, maybe they package those picks and get Aaron Rodgers next year, Russell Wilson, that whole saga, something like that could happen. And that, that would be great if we could do that. So hopefully they have a plan, but just with this damn team, like I just don't trust them to have a plan. And that's all I really want to say about it. So,
2: yeah. I mean, like this is, this is the problem. So if you're with, if you're like within the top 10, the chances of you getting a like picking a player that's bad are very low. Like, the further you move back, the chances of you picking a bust get higher and higher. Like, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. Cause Howie, like, the more options he has available to him, the like, cause worse like when, he you're, gets. when you're at six, you could say, because obviously you have more options available to you at six, but I'm saying like at six, like, you, oh, you know, this is the best guy at the position. But like yeah. when you go a little bit further down, you're like, oh, well, we could take a – this receiver is good, but this cornerback's also really good. Like we could go either war. And when he starts like going like that, he tries to outsmart everyone. He always wants to be the smartest guy in the room, as we know. That's when I get worried. And I'm worried like if a guy like Smith's there, he'll like try and do some BS and not – and he'll, you know, just he'll howie it. The thing that's that. good,
1: though, is I think a lot of quarterbacks are going to go, so there's still going to be a lot of quality players. So even if I so say Devontae Smith is there and he doesn't take him, like the chance he may end up taking like Jalen Waddell, which I don't hate, or yeah. he could take Jay- like Patrick Certain if he's still there, the cornerback from Bama. Jalen Waddell is actually like,
0: projected to go above Devontae Smith right now.
1: Yeah, that doesn't surprise me really. Yeah or he could take like uh Micah Parsons or JC Horn, Joe Horn's kid from South Carolina. He's supposed to be at like a really good corner. So like there's still going to be options. Um but yeah, I mean if we if it if that first round pick next year wasn't thrown in, I would have been so aggravated. But
0: Yeah. Yeah, it made more like when you first read it, it made no yeah. sense. And I, I the only reason I'm against it right now is cuz I just don't trust I just don't trust like i thought if we had the pick at six we would have had Pitts or we would have had Chase, and i would have been happy with either or but now that we're going down to 12 i'm just a little nervous i don't know how he's gonna handle it or he, i don't think he's gonna handle it well but god i hope i'm wrong all right let's do this one quick thing with the nba lamello ball you know we gotta get some lamello ball talk in here i just sent you guys a link in the chat espn came out with a list top five players under 25 LaMelo Ball at three. I'll, I'll read through some names Luca, Zion, LaMelo, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, De'Aaron Fox, Ben Simmons, Devin Booker, Bam Adebayo, SGA, Brandon Ingram, Jalen Brown, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., John ja Morant, and then Trey Young, too. Holy cow. So I just thought, I mean, I'm a LaMelo Ball stand, but to have him above guys like Donovan Mitchell and Jason Tatum, ben simmons devin booker that was a little too far for me so far but then if you actually read the article at the top it says like to have the most potential and since he's younger and he's already playing at a high level they think he's only going to get better so that's why they put him at three because so it's got- only
2: potential it's only based on
0: potential yeah, it's based on potential but the headline is like top it says top under 25. So I caught a lot of heat in the media and Twitter and stuff like that, because it says top under 25, but the subheading was based on potential and stuff like that.
2: Well, you know why this is bullshit? Cause John Morant, well, like if you look at Bam out of bio at nine, like John Morant has more potential than him. I think Trey young still has more potential than him. I think Michael, Anthony Edwards probably has Mike, more potential than, than Michael Bam Porter.
0: Adebayo. Michael Porter jr. Too is balling for Denver. I mean, Brandon yeah. Ingram was an All Star already, but they, that's the thing. Like Brandon Ingram, like he's probably just as good as he's gonna get. So maybe eleven is a good pick for, put, put pick for him. But like Devin Booker at eight, like a that like, I don't know. Devin Booker at eight is a little bit low. That that's just my opinion. I think.
2: I mean, I keep saying Bam out of bio, but like he's that's that's all he's gonna be, is what he is now. I feel like.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I agree. He's with his 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 ceiling.
2: Yeah, I I definitely agree with you guys on that. He might even
1: regress from last
0: year.
2: And then Jamal Murray coming off those playoffs is ranked 13.
0: I mean, come on. They probably – that's again, though, they probably don't think he's going to get much better because he might be like 24 or 25. That's probably why. I think he can can develop even more. Yeah, me too. I'm a huge Jamal Murray guy. I've – for some reason, this year I've taken a liking to the Nuggets. Last year I didn't like them so much because of the Jokic, Jokic and Embiid thing, and I still like Embiid. But I mean, Denver's sick. Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, Jamal Murray, uh, Jokic. Obviously, if I haven't said that already, they're a good team, man. I like watching them. I, they're my sl- not. They're not even a sleeper, but I, I I really like them out west and Phoenix too. Phoenix is like a two seed right now out west. So they're playing out of their mind with Devin Booker. The Kale Bridges
1: Ball. looks so good. It'd be nice to have him, eh?
0: Yeah, thanks a lot for that. <laughs> was that was that Colangelo who did that deal, or I think it may. have been. Uh, that was I think that was Elton? Big L. Yeah, right, well. I think
1: that was Brett Brown. I think there was like that grace period between Jerry Colangelo.
0: Okay, oh, yeah, it was terrible. That it may have been Brett Brown actually. I'm
1: pretty oh, sure it mind. was when I think when he was like
0: what. Sire Smith, like uh, I'm not even on the that? team anymore. Bum. I'm not even sure if it, he's not even sure if he's on i I'm not even sure if he's on a proper roster. Like he's a G League guy, I think, at the moment. But
1: he said was was star hunting.
0: <laughs> we all star hunting all right guys i'm gonna let you guys take over this next bit go for, let's just talk the flyers i mean obviously it is not the season we have hoped for things are just getting worse and worse what the hell is going on guys same things um
2: they just beat the bruins but i, I wouldn't count that one because the bruins had their backup goal like third string goal in yeah. and then they lost to them the next night. So uh, they're they're really <laughs> – they're about at the same point they were a couple weeks ago when we talked about them, honestly. Yeah,
1: they're probably not – like, they're not making the playoffs this year. Um, I think they might – we there might be a uh, – not a – they might make a big move this week before the trade deadline. Not like a big move, but I could see maybe – um like Scott Lawton getting traded or something like that he's an unrestricted free agent after this season um but yeah i don't think they're going to make the playoffs this year i think they'll probably get rid of somebody like Voracek um or like a bigger name guy in the off season um but the thing that's like good is that we just have so many prospects and like assets and stuff that like this group might not be the group but like you could get you can get rid of them for part like parts that could assemble a good team like there's value within the shit so that's a good thing and then i'd say the other good thing is that like the last three games since carter hart had that break he's played better uh like tonight he played pretty good during the shootout right now um but yeah so hopefully he keeps uh getting playing better and next year's different but I I think they're done. I don't think there's a shot they make it.
0: Yeah. All right, well hopefully there's some a diamond in the mulch as as you put it kind of. Uh you guys watch the masters though? Yeah. Yeah, I mean uh you know. Uh, Justin Rose, right, is winning right now. Yeah, holy crap! He went like minus ten under his uh yeah. under under nine or under nine seven on the under last ten, right? <laughs> yeah, but it, okay. Oh yeah, but,
2: he might have been he might have been over par or something. Yeah,
0: yeah, but he went like nine under on the last ten or something. It's crazy. So I, I I was working today at the golf course and they did a little Masters tournament there. So I didn't really get to watch it. I just kept up with the scoreboard. You guys have any picks for that?
2: Um, I was saying I was saying um Thomas and Deshambo, but. They're both just not looking that great right now. Um, Spieth, I think. Spieth might creep up there. He, I think he's, he ended the day at one under.
1: Justin Thomas. Uh, no, this is from the other one. What the
0: hell? Yeah, I know. I saw, I, I Googled the Lead of War 2, and it was the one from November. I... Go on the actual uh, website, and I think they have it. But
1: Yeah, Rose.
0: okay i'll just i mean i'll just move i heard one thing though with yeah. uh, de i heard it's like the master's course and i guess like i heard it's not a driving course like it's more it's you play better like if you can chip and putt well it doesn't really matter how far you drive it like you need to make sure your your good chips get really good position on the green and then obviously make your putts.
2: yeah and the way the course is now is like it's super like they cut it super thin so um the greens are all really fast and like everything rolls off. So he can't just like bombs bomb away and just plug it on the green. You gotta be
1: You gotta hit a spot.
2: Yeah. All right. Nick,
0: do you have a pick or no?
2: Um I I mean,
0: look look take- the leader. okay, yeah, we'll we'll do it another we'll do it another time. Well maybe not so, now, because we well, I mean board. if you look at the, the
2: leaderboard, the second place right now is at three under. It's B Ham I don't even know who the fuck that is. But Justin yeah, but it, Rose yeah, yeah. had, like, a ridiculous day. I think that was lucky, and I think he's going to drop. Um, and yeah, then, like, might. everyone else on the leaderboard is, like, three under, two under, one under even. So, like, the course is really hard right now.
0: Right, and you and you don't win the Masters in a day. So, got to keep up the good work, man. Got to keep up the good work. We'll, we'll see what happens. And, yeah, it's always exciting. It's good to have, like, two mass. Oh, by the way, did you guys see Tiger was going, like, like, 85 around that bend? In the accent, yeah. holy cow, man. I mean, he's obviously playing in the
1: Masters. Yeah, I can't he, believe he he made it, dude. That's so fast.
0: Yeah, he should definitely be thinking of his lucky stars, man, because he should probably, probably be either a lot more hurt or dead, to be quite honest. But last topic of the day, let's talk some baseball. Nick, Pat, Pat have you watched any of the Phillies or no? Not so much. No,
2: I just heard all the hype. and. Yeah there's some good I'm, I'm really I really don't want to hear it <laughs> it's like people always do this and I don't even watch the Phillies that much so like it doesn't pertain to me as much but uh people always do this shit whenever there's like a, a good start or something like that they're like I really believe in it this year like I'm I'm with the team like this team's going places and they might be like they might be good this year but like it's six games into a. a 80. How many? 162, 162, right? 62 game season.
1: Yeah, they yeah. play 4 billion games.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, Nick, do you want to convince them otherwise? I mean, are you big on the Phillies or are you kind of, Pat, you're like, you're not quite ready to uh, anoint them yet? I know you said like you're you're thinking like wild card game. It looks like we can get to a wild card. I mean, we beat the Braves or playing well against the Mets. Sweat the Braves, I should say. No, I mean, if you
2: listen game. to Philly Sports Talk Radio, you'd think they're winning the. The
0: World Series is here. I, I know we're very, we're up, they're optimistic on the Philly Sports Talk Radio, I, but it's like spring's here. The sun's just out, and the Phillies are playing baseball. We're back at the ballpark. It's giving people reasons to be, you know, they need something to be excited about. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, no, it's it's fun to watch, and like I hope they play well. I hope they keep it up. But I mean, they did this. They started out hot like a couple years ago, and I think not last year, but the year before too. They they were like in first place after like maybe even 40 games, but then they just completely collapsed in like August. So, I mean, I got to see where they're at then. Like it's, it's, I, I really we just got to wait.
0: Them. Okay. But how are you feeling about the, like the bullpen looks much better? Well,
1: yeah, I think, I think Alvarado, Archie Bradley are like great additions
0: and, um, he's the one dude throwing like a, he's 103. Is that a, not 103. Oh yeah, the 100. uh he take a reliever. Yeah, yeah spoon
1: yeah. something or
0: I, f- I forget his name but he's throwing like 100. Spoon?
1: I don't know. Yeah, he looks good and Hector Neris has pitched well, but like I just want to see how they hold up because I think um if one of those big if one of the big dogs gets injured, I don't, I don't think they're going to hold up that well. I mean, they're not going to be able to throw every single day, so Isn't
2: uh Eflin pitching well?
1: he pitched well in spring training and he had a good first start. So hopefully he can keep that up. If he can, that's good. Um, and I think Matt Moore, Chase Anderson, we're going to need one of them going to have to step up and take like the fifth job. And then we're going to need to either like hope Spencer Howard's ready to come up. Right. Or, yeah. they were, they're uh, high we're on him.
0: To, I know some of the players are really high on him last season. He played a, He's like started a game last season, right? Oh, he played, he,
1: he was in the rotation last season. Okay. Uh, but they just sound like that was just because they had like, they, they really had no options. Um, but, yeah, like he's 23. I don't think he should be up. I mean, at some point this year he's going to come up. But I I could see them also trading for somebody. So, I don't know. You got to wait and see. But, so, yeah, I, I, I'm not, like, convinced they're, like, a great team or anything. But they're playing well, and it's fun. So, let's so hope they just keep doing this.
2: Is that guy Alec Baum?
0: Is he a guy oh, that we week? Boom. Boom. The boom is a bomb.
1: Boom. We drafted bomb, yeah. him.
0: We drafted him. He's a first yeah. round
1: pick in like 2018.
0: The boom Zone. He get a is he, he, is he good.
1: Yeah, he's really good. He's he. I mean, he's going to be. He's. He hit 338 last year, so he's 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 a really Damn. good player.
0: Okay, cool. I got to kick out. Like, baseball was my best sport growing up, and I used to follow it the most, more than anything. And then I just slowly faded away. I got more into basketball and and uh, the NFL and stuff like that. But I wanted to get back into baseball. And I've been slowly doing it year by year by year. So you'll have to excuse me if I ask any ignorant questions, you know, about the roster and stuff. But I'm looking forward to getting back into some Phillies baseball. And it it definitely helps when they're playing well. That makes those long, boring baseball games a little bit more entertaining. They are long-ass games, man. They're like, they take a good chunk of time to watch. It's tough to watch. Oh, Nowadays, man. You just got to throw it on in the background and do other stuff. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I guess we're not going to get Kyle, unfortunately. I know he's a little bit busy today, but that was our one-year anniversary episode. I don't think we have anything else to discuss. Man, it's been a great year. Great year. Thank you to anyone who is listening now and you've been with us for the whole year. Thank you so much. If it's your first time listening, you can go leave us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen, that helps us out a lot. And you can use our code SELLERDWELLERS, all caps, no space on manscaped.com if you want 20% off your order plus free shipping. Guys, here's to another great year. I'll see you guys next week.